Bismillah, salatu wassalamu ala rasulillah, nabina muhammadin wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa min wala. Inna alhamdulillah, nahmaduhu wa nasta'inuhu wa nasta'gfiruhu wa na'udhu billahi min shurura anfusina wa min sayyaati amalina. Man yahdihillahu fahuwa al-muhtad wa man yudlil falahadiya lah. Wa ashadu an la ilaha illa Allah wa ahtahu la sharika lah. Wa ashadu anna muhammadan abduhu wa rasulallahumma allimna ma yanfa'una wa anfa'na bima allamtana wa zidna ilma. أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم قال رب إني دعوت قومي ليلا ونهارا فلم يزدهم دعائي إلا فرارا وإني كلما دعوتهم لتغفر لهم جعلوا أصابعهم في آذانهم واستغشوا ثيابهم وأصابعهم صروا واستكبروا استكبارا ثم إني دعوتهم جهارا ثم إني أعلنت لهم وأسررت لهم إسرارا فقلت استغفروا ربكم إنه كان غفارا يرسل السماء عليكم مدرارا ويمددكم بأموال وبنين ويجعل لكم جنات ويجعل لكم أنهارا So these ayat, they are mentioning how Nuh alayhi salam he reached his limit and he complained to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and subhanallah it is permissible for you to complain to Allah and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the best to complain to for he's the one who listens and he's the one who answers and he's the one who causes relief for no matter how much you think your problems are big and how much they have overwhelmed you Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will respond for Nuh alayhi salam he complained to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in these ayat for he said he complained from the stubbornness of his qawm and how they disbelieved in him and how they did not listen. So he complained, he said, قَالَ رَبِّ إِنِّي دَعُوتُ قَوْمِي لَيْلًا وَنَهَارًا He said, قَالَ رَبِّ إِنِّي دَعُوتُ قَوْمِي لَيْلًا وَنَهَارًا قَالَ رَبِّ He said, my Lord, when he called out to him, subhanahu wa ta'ala. So he said, my Lord, I have called my people and they only responded to me with stubbornness and disbelief. قَالَ رَبِّ إِنِّي دَعَوْتُ قَوْمِي لَيْلًا وَنَهَارًا I have called my قوم لَيْلًا وَنَهَارًا In the night and in the day, there isn't a time which I didn't leave except that I called them. For it's as if he's saying to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, I have tried everything, I have tried everything and I have done everything within my power and within my capacity to call my people da'awtu qawmi and I called them to iman and the abandoning of their idols this is what my da'awah was to them to worship Allah alone and to abandon their shirk and I did this laylan wa nahara in the night and in the day I didn't leave a time except that I called them فَلَمْ يَزِدُهُمْ دُعَائِي إِلَّا فِرَارًا فَلَمْ يَزِدُهُمْ دُعَائِي Every time I called them, my dua only increased them. فَلَمْ يَزِدْهُمْ الزِّيَادَ is to increase. فَلَمْ يَزِدْهُمْ دُعَائِي My dua only increased them in فِرَار It only caused them to flee and to take flight and to run away. إِلَّا فِرَارًا The more I called them, the more they ran away. The more they fled away, the more they rejected. Every time I called them, this was their response. And this is the opposite of what was required from them. 
But when the messenger calls, you must respond to the messenger and you must obey the messenger. You shouldn't be running away from the messenger. For when you run away from the messenger, this is your destruction. فَلَمْ يَزِدُهُمْ دُعَائِي إِلَّا فِرَارًا وَإِنِّي كُلَّمَا دَعُوتُهُمْ لِتَغْفِرَ لَهُمْ جَعَلُوا أَصَابِعَهُمْ فِي آذَانِهِمْ وَاسْتَغْشَوْ ثِيَابَهُمْ وَأَصَرُوا وَاسْتَكْبَرُوا اسْتِكْبَارًا وَإِنِّي كُلَّمَا دَعُوتُهُمْ لِتَغْفِرَ لَهُمْ جَعَلُوا أَصَابِعَهُمْ فِي آذَانِهِمْ وَاسْتَغْشَوْ ثِيَابَهُمْ وَأَصَرُوا وَاسْتَكْبَرُوا اسْتِكْبَارًا This was their response. وَإِنِّي كُلَّمَا دَعَوْتُهُمْ لِتَغْفِرَ لَهُمْ Every time I called them so that you can forgive them. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He mentions the forgiveness here. He doesn't mention the iman. Fanuh alayhi salam is calling them to iman. But he mentioned here the forgiveness because forgiveness is the thamara, is the fruit of iman. It is the fruit of iman. Once you have iman, you will seek repentance from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the reason why he mentioned istighfar here is because he's encouraging them. Yani all the benefit goes to them. All the benefit of istighfar goes to them. They have their sins forgiven. For Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He specifically mentioned the forgiveness here because all the benefit returns to them when Allah forgives them. For this is a form of encouraging them. Yani seek forgiveness from Allah for your sins and for your shirk and for your kufr. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will forgive you. وَإِنِّي كُلَّمَا دَعَوْتُهُمْ لِتَغْفِرَ لَهُمْ Every time I called them so that you can forgive them, what did they do? What was their response? جَعَلُوا أَصَابِعَهُمْ فِي آذَانِهِمْ وَالْعِيَاذُ بِاللَّهِ جَعَلُوا أَصَابِعَهُمْ The أَصَابِعَ are the fingers. جَعَلُوا أَصَابِعَهُمْ فِي آذَانِهِمْ الْأَذَانَ what? Are the ears. They block their ears with their fingers. They didn't want to hear what he has to say. And this is المبالغة في التكذيب. This is المبالغة. يعني this is to show the extremeness of their takzeeb, of their rejection. They didn't even want to hear it. They block their hearing from listening to Nuh alayhi salam. جَعَلُوا أَصَابِعَهُمْ فِي آذَانِهِمْ وَاسْتَغْشَوْ ثِيَابَهُمْ And they covered themselves with their clothes. وَاسْتَغْشَوْا الْاسْتِغْشَاءِ is to cover. وَاسْتَغْشَوْا ثِيَابَهُمْ And they covered themselves with their garments. يعني they covered their faces so that they would not see Nuh alayhi salam. And it was also mentioned so that he would not recognize them when he's giving them da'wah. They would cover themselves so that they would not have to see Nuh alayhi salam because of their dislike of him. And there is no person more evil than the one who dislikes the messengers. وَإِنِّي كُلَّمَا دَعَوْتُهُمْ لِتَغْفِرَ لَهُمْ جَعَلُوا أَصَابِعَهُمْ فِي آذَانِهِمْ وَاسْتَغْشَوْ ثِيَابَهُمْ وَأَصَرُّوا They were persistent upon their disbelief and what they were upon from a shirk and the worship of the asnam. They wanted to stay upon it. They did not want to leave it. وَأَصَرُّوا وَاسْتَكْبَرُوا اسْتِكْبَارًا arrogance with great arrogance with abundant arrogance for they were arrogant in accepting the truth for the arrogance here is yani emphasized was istikbara to show the excess of their disbelief and their disobedience to Nuh alayhi salam stakbaru istikbara was born and it came from extreme arrogance وَإِنِّي كُلَّمَا دَعُوتُهُمْ لِتَغْفِرَ لَهُمْ جَعَلُوا أَصَابِعَهُمْ فِي آذَانِهِمْ وَاسْتَغْشَوْ ثِيَابَهُمْ وَصَرُّوا وَاسْتَكْبَرُوا اسْتِكْبَارًا ثُمَّ إِنِّي دَعُوتُهُمْ جِهَارًا ثُمَّ إِنِّي دَعُوتُهُمْ جِهَارًا I call them loudly. Yes, in a loud voice so that everyone could hear me. ثُمَّ إِنِّي أَعْلَنْتُ لَهُمْ وَأَسْرَرْتُ لَهُمْ إِسْرَارًا ثُمَّ إِنِّي أَعْلَنْتُ لَهُمْ I addressed them publicly in their majalis, in their places of gathering, where they could see me and they could hear me. And I addressed them all collectively in, in a group. أَعْلَنْتُ لَهُمْ إِعْلَانٌ 
an outward representation of my da'wah or an outward manifestation of my da'wah. And as Sheikh Al-Barraq, he mentioned yani, the difference between Al-Jahr and Al-I'lan. He said in the previous ayah, ثُمَّ إِنِّي دَعَوْتُهُمْ جِهَارًا And here he's saying, ثُمَّ إِنِّي أَعْلَنْتُ لَهُمْ فَوَرِ is the difference between Al-I'lan and Al-Jahr? Sheikh Al-Barraq, he said, yani, the difference between them is that Al-Jahr is a type of I'lan. Yani it's a specific type of I'lan. And it is a greater manifestation of how outward this speech is. But there is khusus and umum between them. Yani the jahar is more specific and the i'lan is more general. Then I also gave them da'wah separately, in secret. Because sometimes when you give da'wah to a particular person who is high in their qawm, if he accepts Islam then, the ones beneath him, the ones who follow him, they will also accept Islam. So I gave da'wah to them personally, in secret, in the hope that the people underneath them will also accept Islam. Nuh is mentioning here all the types of da'wah that he gave openly and secretly and out loud. All of this to try and يعني, make his people accept the haq and to accept the truth. For this is what Nuh alayhi salam, he gave mawidah, he admonished his people. He said, rabbakum, Seek forgiveness from your Rabb. Seek forgiveness from your Rabb for your kufr and your shirk. And turn away from this and repent to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is ghaffar. This is from his name subhanahu wa ta'ala and this name al-ghaffar shows the extent of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's forgiveness that no matter how many times a person sins and they fall into a sin and then they seek repentance sincerely and they fulfill the shurut and the conditions of tawbah but then maybe they fall again into that sin afterwards and they didn't intend to fall into that sin they didn't premeditate that they will fall into that sin again then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will keep on forgiving them ghaffar Allah is ghaffar he is oft forgiving always forgiving the insan no matter how many times they commit the sin and no matter how big the sin is for here he's telling them to seek forgiveness from what from a shirk if they sought forgiveness from a shirk Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala would have forgiven them and when he says innahu kana ghaffara this kana it does not indicate that it is restricted to a particular time that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala was forgiving and now he is no longer forgiving because this was in the past for this word kana it confirms the adjective which comes after it and in this case it is ghaffar that Allah is ghaffar for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has always been ghaffar and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will always be ghaffar yes it is not restricted to a time Banu alayhi salam he wanted to encourage them he was telling them seek forgiveness from Allah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will forgive your sins and as a result of Allah forgiving your sins Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will grant you paradise and he will save you from the punishment this is in the akhirah but also in the dunya there are benefits to istighfar in the dunya as well فَقُلْتُ اسْتَغْفِرُوا رَبَّكُمْ إِنَّهُ كَانَ غَفَّارًا يُرْسِلِ السَّمَاءَ عَلَيْكُمْ مِدْرَارًا What are the benefits of istighfar? That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will send down from the sama. And the sama here is not the sky. It is a place which is elevated. And this is referring to the clouds which bear the rain. The high clouds which are laden with the rain. For Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will send these down upon you. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will send these clouds upon you and it will rain upon you and this rain will benefit you. For Umar radiallahu anhu, when he used to give يعني, the khutbah of Salatul Istisqa, he would get up on the mimbar and he would just make istighfar and then he would say, radiallahu anhu, I have sought rain with the keys of the sky which caused the rain to descend. Then al-istighfar is the case to the sky which causes the rain to come down. 
For Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala only withholds the rain because of the sins of the people. Midrara, he will send it down. Midrara, yani in abundance. In abundance and it will be beneficial rain and it will fill the valleys and it will water the plants and the livestock and you will be able to collect the water for drinking as well. It is beneficial rain. وَيُمْدِدُكُمْ بِأَمْوَالٍ وَبَنِينَ وَيَجْعَلْ لَكُمْ جَنَّاتٍ وَيَجْعَلْ لَكُمْ أَنْهَارًا This is also another benefit of seeking istighfar. وَيُمْدِدْكُمْ بِأَمْوَالٍ وَبَنِينَ وَيَجْعَلْ لَكُمْ جَنَّاتٍ وَيَجْعَلْ لَكُمْ أَنْهَارًا That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will increase you in wealth by means of which you can attain what you desire of this world and he will increase you in children as well for the insan yarghab he likes these things he likes wealth and he likes children for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will give you this as a result of seeking forgiveness for your sins this is a thamara this is the fruit of seeking forgiveness and not only that jannat. he will grant you jannat gardens where you can plant your crops and fruit trees and all the plants that you can benefit from Yes, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will grant you this as well. وَيَجْعَلْ لَكُمْ أَنْهَارًا And He will also grant you and He will also bestow upon you rivers, yani flowing rivers, which provides water for you and water for your animals and water for your crops and plants. وَجَعَلْنَا مِنَ الْمَاءِ كُلَّ شَيْءٍ حَيْءٍ That we made from water everything alive. For these are all the benefits of al-istighfar. This is the position that Nuh alayhi salam, he took in the da'wah. And this is the encouragement stage of the da'wah. And in the next ayat, we'll see how Nuh alayhi salam, he intimidates them and he threatens them. For there's always this balance in the da'wah of a person where there's targhib and there is tarheeb. But these ayat, they are mentioning the targhib. They are mentioning the targhib. Seek forgiveness. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will send down the rain and who will give you wealth and he will give you children. Alright, the points of benefit and the rulings, the fawaid and the ahkam. One, that Nuh complained to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala about his people after expending all his efforts to calling them to the truth. For this is why he complained to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then in the end he will actually make dua against his people and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will accept his dua. Two, the severity of disbelief which the people of Nuh displayed. This is how severe their disbelief was. Three, the methodology of da'wah Nuh used on his people whereby he called them at all times and with all the ways possible. Laylan wa nahara, jihara, a'lantu lahum, asartu lahum israra. He tried everything Nuh Four, that da'wah requires patience. This is exemplified in the story of Nuh with his people. If you want to be a da'ya, you must have patience. You must have a lot of patience. For people are at different levels of understanding and people have different circumstances. And it all comes back to the da'i. Five, that the disbelief of the people of Nuh stemmed from arrogance. Was takbaro? Their disbelief is stemmed from arrogance. Yani arrogance in accepting the truth. Six, that Nuh only wanted the best for his people, hence his encouragement for them to seek repentance. For he wanted the best for them and he encouraged them. And then seven, that seeking forgiveness is a cause of having sins forgiven. You must seek forgiveness for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to forgive you. You must seek forgiveness for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to forgive you. And this is talking about the major sins. As for the minor sins, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala may expiate them without you having to seek forgiveness.
And then finally eight, that seeking repentance and forgiveness from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and returning to him is a cause for opening the blessings of the heavens and the earth. And this is يعني, in the ayah, فَقُلْتُ اسْتَغْفِرُوا رَبَّكُمْ إِنَّهُ كَانَ غَفَّارًا يُرْسِلِ السَّمَاءَ عَلَيْكُمْ مِدْرَارًا وَيُمْدِدْكُمْ بِأَمْوَالٍ وَبَنِينَ وَيَجْعَلْ لَكُمْ جَنَّاتٍ وَيَجْعَلْ لَكُمْ أَنْهَارًا Subhanakallahumma wa bihamdika ashadu an la ilaha illa ant astaghfiruka wa atubu alaykum wa jazakumullah khair.